I just know you're going to love the guests that we have on in this episode. So don't go away. Welcome to another episode of The Interview. I'm Dr. Rick Wodge, and we're hosting this show with my co-host, Brent Fricker. Well, how you doing there, Rick? Good to see you. We have a special interviewee uh, this week in the White House, Brent, and he has been a, a friend of yours, contact, and I'm glad you brought him in. He is Dr. Anthony Harper, who is a White House investigative reporter regarding the United Nations and the State of Israel. Welcome to ITVN, Dr. Harper. It's great to join you today here in the White House uh, James Brady press room and uh, a lot of anticipation with the uh, Israel Prime Minister to arrive uh, this next week to be here at the White House on Monday and Tuesday. What are some of the main uh, issues that are going to be discussed when uh, uh, Netanyahu comes? You know, there's a, a lot of anticipation about President Trump's peace plan and, uh, you know, that uh, has been discussed in, in news sources a lot. And uh, so uh, a lot of serious issues. I think a lot of Christians and, and Jews are concerned about the peace plan uh, for, based on the prophet Joel, uh, chapter 3, verse 2, that says uh, God enters into judgment uh, in decision for those people that divide up his land and scattered his people around the world. Yes. Yeah, that's a big concern, partly because of the proximity between these two uh, at the moment, warring peoples. Uh, it's not like Israel has a lot of buffer land between them and those that are really their enemies. I know. So that that, that is the, the very important issue. Uh, of course, if God is angry about uh, division of the land, there can't be any consideration of a two-state solution, which is often included uh, dividing Israel and we've seen uh, what's happened for Israel when they conceded land, the terrorism increased. Hey, Dr. Hopper, um, there's been a lot of euphoria about Trump uh, in the Israeli circles. Have you seen any waning in momentum with the concern about the possibility of a two-state solution? Well, it, it, it's, uh, it is hard to, to know at this point. I know that... Uh, you know, in the ground, a lot of Israeli people know that a two-state solution will not work. The prime minister talked about that as well. And uh, President Trump uh, at the U.N. last October, with the prime minister in the room, uh, talked about his, his favorite idea. It was a two-state idea, which I think a lot of people might be thinking that Saudi Arabia uh, is having more influence in this matter than uh, the Christian leaders are advising President Trump. Yeah, that's a. It's got to be a huge concern for Prime Minister Netanyahu and the Jewish people. I would think. Now, you know, when we think about Jerusalem and then we think about areas like Tel Aviv, there is a marked contrast between uh, the liberal points of view and the conservative. How would those in Tel Aviv consider uh, dividing up part of the land compared to those in Jerusalem? Well, yeah, I would say there's a stark contrast. A lot of a lot of Jewish, a lot of the Israeli people are secular, and so uh, you know they, they would they would be more supportive of dividing. They, they would go along with the Palestinian state idea. You know, uh, the prime minister has said several opposition people that would eagerly uh, 
support dividing Jerusalem. And that uh, one of them, his last name is Herzog. Uh, so uh, Herzog has opposed the prime minister in previous election. And uh, now there's a, a Benny Gantz, uh, a previous sure. general, that he likewise, I believe, would support that as well. So, you know, uh, the only option is for Israel to uh, keep the land, not compromise anymore, because it will get a lot worse. Yeah, I met General Gantz years ago, and, and that's surprising to me that um, he would be uh, with that stance on this issue. You know, I have a question regarding the stability in the Knesset, regarding the uproar that's been taking place in the news uh, with Prime Minister Netanyahu. Any comment on that? Uh, specifically, what, 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 would, what would you like to know? Well, only how how does the news and the yes. it seems the instability right now regarding uh, his leadership, how does that affect the country as a whole making determinations regarding these key issues? Well, it's very troubling time. There's a lot of uncertainty, as you know, and, and President Trump is waiting for the election results for that. Some may think that uh, his meeting with the prime minister will include maybe a, a release of that peace deal. And uh, so there's, I know there's a lot of uh, anxiety about that, but clear based upon the prophet Joel chapter three, verse two, uh, for President Trump to understand this warning. And uh, I've shared it at the White House and I hope that he has read that. You know, I think along with that, President Lincoln uh, has a really great idea about how to make America great again. And uh, we know America will never be great, or neither will Israel, until, as President Lincoln said, we are nations that honor God and turn from wickedness. Mm -hmm. So what, what is the slant that the media is taking right now in Israel? Are, you know, uh, it, it's very obvious uh, where mainstream media is and their stance towards President Trump. Ever since President Trump said that Jerusalem will always be the eternal capital of Israel, what is the media, what, what, what is their, their vibe or their tone right now towards President Trump? Well, uh, definitely some confusion here. Um, you know, it, it was applauded by many Israelis for him to, and saying that to the world that Jerusalem is the eternal capital of uh, Israel. And with the embassy, U.S. Embassy move there, which uh, I got to be there for that historic event. Uh, I think a lot of people wouldn't think that the flip the flip side would happen of supporting East Jerusalem as a Palestinian state capital. And uh, it's, I think it's taking people by surprise, uh, a lot of confusion in this. Uh, there have been several news reports uh, from Jerusalem Post, uh, Associated Press, Christian Post, and others that talked about this peace plan, including dividing Jerusalem. Uh, I know uh, Jason Greenblatt supports the two-state idea as well. That's a huge concern for us that are uh, of the opinion of Judeo-Christianity being the standard for morality, ethics, and the future of this world. That's a huge concern. How big of a deal do you see uh, in the U.S. support of Israel in these press meetings? Are you seeing it being prominent that we're supportive of this democratic state in the Middle East? Oh yeah, o overall they're very supportive. Uh, you know, President Trump, as you know in the news, made a comment about the Democratic Party being anti-Semitic. 
And uh, but 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 you know there there's something to, to that. Uh, I, I do see a lot of the rise of anti-Semitism, not only in the media but uh, in uh, several political parties, and very disturbing. And um, you know I think in in line with, in, in line with the persecution of Jewish and, and uh, Jews and Christians, there's another issue to address, and that is the desecration of a Jewish cemetery in Vilnius, Lithuania, mm. but there, there are desecration of Jewish and Christian cemeteries elsewhere in the world. I can think of Africa and Europe. You know, in, in the circles that you're in there, uh, Dr. Harper, you know, you're one of the few, if not the only, Christian reporter uh, there in the White House that has the access that you have. Uh, what are some of the the murmurings, so to speak, of Jexit uh, that, that, that is, is gaining more and more momentum, even in mainstream media? Well, uh, <clears throat> I will have to have you explain to me Jexit because I don't remember what Jexit is. Jexit is, is young Jews leaving the Democrat Party and, and oh, yes. gravitating to okay. Trump. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, that, that I think is encouraging, you know, for a long time, though, that, uh, you know, the Jews in the Democratic Party have been, you know, uh, viewed by the Orthodox Jews in Israel as being uh, compromisers, uh, you know, not, uh, well, basically being question, questioning their, uh, their seriousness of, of Judaism, uh, too much compromise. Uh, the Democratic Party, according to President Trump, is, has been uh, anti-Semitic, but not only that, but opposing, I would say, the Judeo-Christian values. I hear, I've heard that from Dinesh D'Souza, but, but when I said that, he said, well, that's an understatement. They actually hate God. I said that's accurate. Yeah, I would say it's accurate. It's it's surprising uh, seeing that you know the majority of the world still believes in God in one form and one characteristic or another. But I I I'm sure that's true. Based yeah. on what, what Christ said, Jesus said, "If you love me, you will keep my commandments." Uh, the question is: the Democratic Party keeping his commandments and defending human life? Are they stopping abortion? Are they celebrating killing children? Uh, and we have this uh, problem in the Republican Party as well. I would think that uh, that most Jews living in Israel would be a bit concerned about the liberalism taking place in the current media in the U.S. How concerned are they about a nuclear Iran? Oh, they're very, they're very concerned. And you know, I think about Saudi Arabia in this matter. We. You know, teamed up Saudi Arabia because we have a common in, enemy in Iran. But you know, Saudi Arabia is, is not supportive of our Judeo-Christian values, really. And uh, I think it's just out of you know a convenience for them to have our help. And uh, we 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 know about the, the hot issue about the journalist that was killed, uh, brutally killed, and the Saudi prince being implicated in this. And the Saudi prince gets off scot-free. Well, and of course, some have said that the journalist that was killed, which uh, is unfortunate for anyone, uh, had ties uh, to perhaps the more radical elements of Islam itself. You don't hear a lot about that uh, in the news. You know, recently you had a, a few words with Jim Acosta of CNN. Would you like to comment on that? 
Well, yes, you know, the only t the, the comment that I could get is, uh, and, and it's a disturbed response. It seemed to be a little frustrated with me and, uh, and, and very perturbed. But uh, he, he said, uh, as long with another uh, commentator here from CNN, that uh, they had to have the approval of CNN uh, leaders uh, for this uh, interview. And the, my question was uh, to them, uh, what is CNN uh, going to do to bridge the gap to addressing evangelical Christian concerns? And that made him very uncomfortable. You know, a few moments ago, you made the comment regarding us possibly being influenced by the Saudi government and their uh, and their political leanings. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm uh, it's. It's curious to me because the report just came out within a couple of days ago uh, on one of the Fox News affiliates regarding the production of, uh, of oil in the world and that we have just become the largest uh, providers of oil, producers of oil and of natural gas. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm baffled by how Saudi would still have such a influence on us when that's the main reason that I can see that we would be influenced by them is oil, petroleum. Yeah, you know, and also Israel has a huge natural gas supply called Leviathan and possibly some large oil reserves in the Golan Heights. Leviathan. <laughs> okay. What a name, right? That <laughs> <laughs> kind of Kind of took me by surprise there, Doc. Well, yeah, right. So, just just how alone are you there, my friend, in the White House in terms of your your belief and and your uh, dedication to true journalism? Well, I feel alone quite often here. Uh, the presence of the Christian media isn't very prominent here, and uh, I'm advocating that President Trump honor the Christian media as the Prime Minister of Israel does. Every year in Israel, they have a Christian media summit. And I've asked the White House, the president, to consider having a Christian media summit here as well. So we don't have one Christian media person on the front row of the White House press room. And rarely are Christian media being called on in questions. And if there are, it's usually not Christian print media such as ours with the Christian Newspaper Association or some other Christian media. Now, CBN uh, has predominantly got a lot of attention for President Trump. But that needs to be shared with other Christian media. Uh, you know, there's Christian radio here, uh, or Christian print newspapers. And, uh, but, you know, rarely I do see, rarely uh, do I see uh, Christian media asking uh, scripturally based questions. You know, my, my concern is uh, that what we see on the news is a very antagonistic uh, press room. Uh, right. Are you seeing that when you're there? Are you seeing uh, this whole sentiment against our president, or are you seeing a lot of support? Oh, I, I see that. I witnessed the, the hostility here. A uh, lot of tension, and uh, it's very, very disturbing. And so, you know, President Trump has made comments about fake news. And uh, recently, uh, the Brazilian president, uh, use the term fake news. And, uh, you know, so it, it's an ongoing hot issue. Uh, you know, uh, Jim Acosta and some others are very upset with President Trump uh, regarding this issue and these accusations about being fake. 
But I think that the, the core issue about fake news is whether news sources are telling the truth. And, and, and Jesus said, that those of the truth listen to me. The most important question is uh, to, to tell whether uh, something is fake news or not, that the core issue is, are the news sources listening to Christ? Are they honoring Christ uh, in, in their reporting? And, and, and as far as we, you know, their support uh, of candidates that would support godly values. What, with all of these things coming to light, what do you advise the average believer to do? Well, we've got to be in prayer, seriously, and repentance, uh, and, and to pray for the leaders uh, of President Trump and Vice President, help for them to, I would say, follow the example of President Lincoln, who's a, a wonderful example in the middle of a civil war, uh, a, a nation divided, uh, that, that they would, uh, you know, pray that President and Vice President would be uh, inspired and, and, and to read President Lincoln's proclamation of 1863 and call our nation to uh, repentance and uh, and to honoring the Lord again, as President Lincoln did. I agree. Uh, with the rise of uh, the rhetoric of socialism today in the U.S., uh, it's very concerning. And, you know, I, I wonder if you agree with me on this. I bet you do. And that would be that Christians need to pray, as you were saying, absolutely. They need to read their Bibles and see what the standard is for ethics and morality and right. make sure that's implemented within their own social sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. But as well as that, we need to not fall asleep. Would you agree? Because, you know, in the state uh, that Brant and I are, are in right now, we're in Texas filming, uh, we came very close to having a very liberal person uh, begin to leave this wonderful state. And so we need to not fall asleep. We need to remember that there's a war going on. No, there's a true war. And apathy is, uh, is a real killer here. And uh, the church can't fall asleep. Uh, there's a scripture about uh, not to, a warning not to fall asleep into slumber. And, and we, we saw the example just before Jesus was crucified that the disciples fell asleep. And a very, very, very uh, stressful time for a Christ there. And, and we can't fall asleep. We need to be vigilant and be in a state of repentance and prayer all the time. So, Dr. Harper, we always appreciate talking to you. We actually had the pleasure of speaking to you and you were in Israel and seeing some of the things unfolding there. Uh, what are some ways people can learn more about what you're doing and how to get behind what you're doing? Well, I would encourage people to check out our website, imcnews.org, do a search for Intermountain Christian News, and, 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 and to pray for me and other the Christian media here. And then and for those that want to support me to be at the White House daily, you know, it's hard to get into the, the, the inner circle here at the White House unless you live here and uh, have a news office here. So those that would want to support uh, me being here daily uh, to make a difference uh, – and it, it's such a crucial time for the Christian media to be here. So um, we, we have a YouTube channel. You can, uh, people can watch uh, what's going on. And uh, there's a donate button on our website that people can make uh, tax deductible donations to. Dr. Harper, give us that website one more time. We'll, we'll make sure it goes on the bottom of the screen. Uh, it's uh, imcnews.org. 
So um, I am as a mountaincnews.org. And um, yeah, it'd be great if people check that out and, uh, and, and donate to help support good news here at the White House. Excellent. And that's exactly what we need to be doing. Uh, Brent and myself have been discussing over and over again the need for uh, this true news uh, without the influence of outside uh, monies coming in. So there's not influence by that and just speaking the truth from a Judeo-Christian perspective. And we see that coming to I, uh, ITVN very shortly. And we'd love to have you as a regular guest to, to bring the news from the press room from the White House. So uh, if you're a viewer right now of this show, uh, then if you can get behind Dr. Harper, that would be wonderful to have some true news coming out of the press room that you can count on. Well, I think in, in light of this bit of criticism about fake news uh, so often, so the question is, what, what are we Christians doing to support the alternative and com combating that here at the White House? What is the best way to connect with you on social media, Doc? Oh, well, we have, uh, you know, we have a Facebook uh, page for Intermountain Christian News, uh, Twitter, uh, and then, of course, uh, the, through the YouTube channel, people can subscribe, and uh, people can contact by email, or they can contact me through phone as well. So, In the last couple of minutes we have, what would be one of the biggest concerns that you have that's been on your heart as you have been witnessing what's taking place in the White House and the press room and the United States? Well, it, it, it is the apathy issue and the hostility and, um, you know, and, and the lack of uh, humility. And uh, we, we really need to, uh, we need to see more humility to expressed. Uh, I know that President Trump is criticized by many for not being humble enough or, uh, and I do think that President Lincoln it would be a great reference to for President Trump to defer to President Lincoln as having uh, the better uh, solution about making America great again. So he could he could invite the whole world to hear what President Lincoln had to say, and that would I think go a long way in showing uh, the humility that people want, and uh, you know, and that and of course President Lincoln. Uh, President Lincoln would be a great, uh, you know, reference to or deference to, to uh, rally our nation together. Well, Dr. Harper, we are so grateful for you. And of course, we know the scripture. If my people called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and they seek my face and turn from their sin, I will hear, I will forgive, and I will heal their land. We've got yes. to repent individually and collectively. It's time for believers to come together. And it's also time to use what influence we still have left uh, on social media to share posts like this show and like your show. We're so grateful for you, Dr. Harper, and we can't wait to hear what happens next. Well, thank you for prayer specifically that I'll be able to get my interview with Deputy Press Secretary Hogan Gidley today regarding Israel matters. And I'm just uh, waiting for the, the, the scheduler to set that up. He agreed to have an interview with me, and he's, he's hoping to get that done today. And uh, I'm eager to have that uh, available for people to view and, and, and pray for more favor here. Uh, I've actually requested to sing the Israeli national anthem when Prime Minister Netanyahu arrives here next week. I 
I sang the Israeli national anthem in the White House press room yesterday. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, uh, thank you so much for being with us. Dr. Anthony Harper, who is the White House investigative reporter regarding the United Nations and the state of Israel. And we're so glad that uh, we have individuals like this that are concerned enough about the affairs of the U.S. and of Israel, nations working together uh, for the betterment of the whole world. We're glad you joined us on ITVN and the interview. Until next time, Shalom, Shalom. Shalom.